Napa County may be best known for its wineries and fine dining, but locals, they flock to buy food sold out of the back of a liquor store. Malfati. 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 That's a Napa specialty, a really good spinach and cheese dumpling sold by Clementi Tutoni. And I'm still cooking at the age 78. I'm pinching on the key, a pinching in the lee, a pinch here and pinch there. I'm Lisa Morehouse, and this is California Foodways. I'm traveling to every county in the state, finding stories about food, agriculture, and the people that make both possible. Today, we go to Napa County to learn about a culinary mistake that turned into a Napa legend. At Val's Liquor, there's a large industrial kitchen where the Chitoni family's at work. Tell them to come and bring the container. At the center of the scene is the patriarch, Clemente Chitoni. I'm still cooking at the age 78. After moving to Napa from Lake Cuomo, Italy in the 60s, Chitoni first worked as a dishwasher, then graduated to potato peeler, then apprentice cook. The lady that teach me was Mrs. Teresa Tamburelli. She's the one invented the famous pasta called Malfatti. Well, famous in Napa. In the kitchen, Chitoni sautés onions, spinach, and a few other ingredients in a saucepan and puts the mixture through a grinder to combine before adding cheese and eggs. His mentor, Mrs. Tamborelli, always told him no measuring necessary. Un pizzicon de chi, a pizzicon de lì, a pinch here, a pinch there. His hands are too arthritic to form dumplings, so his daughter Joanne Chitoni Gonzalez takes over, pinching off bits of filling. The malfatis are, they're hand-rolled by my mother, by my son, by my own self, by hand. There's no malfati machine, but they come out very beautiful. Hey, Paolo, how you doing? In walks Ray Guadani, a retired judge and lifelong customer. How you doing, sir? Nice to see you. Can't complain for an old man. We meet here and then go to Little Italy, the neighborhood where he grew up and where Napa's Malfatti began. This is your house? This is my house. We rented for $50 a month. Whoa! From the Cavanieros. That was in the 1950s. Next door here, there were the Squeacherinis. Young, single Italian men first arrived in this neighborhood in the 1860s to work on the railroad. San Francisco refugees also settled here. It was a devastating earthquake to San Francisco in 1906, and that led to a lot of migration here. For decades, the town of Napa remained blue-collar, with people working in factories and orchards. But when they could, they visited the pride of Little Italy, the Depot Restaurant, opened by Teresa Tamborelli in the 1920s. A lot of people were poor and didn't have money to go to dinner uh, that often. My dad ran a wrecking yard, and while he was not wealthy, he loved food. So the family had most Sunday dinners at the Depot, a block from their house. As a little boy, Guadani fetched what amounted to 1950s takeout there. My mom would send me to the back door with a pot. A pot from her own cupboard and a note. And it would say uh, the ravioli and the malfatti, and they would take it and bring it into the kitchen and... Fill up the pot and send little Ray Guadani back home with dinner. Malfatti was legendary, and its origin story is a little different depending on who you ask. Ray Guadani, Clemente Cittoni, or other Malfatti lovers around town. We understood it as being a mistake. 
Teresa Tamborelli intended to make ravioli when a visiting baseball team came into town. Poor Mrs. Tamborelli, she forgot the, the reservation. But she ran out of dough. So lucky she made extra filling of the ravioli. You had made too much filling, not enough dough. You couldn't fill the ravioli. Oops, what are we going to do? You rolled these little finger-sized rolls. Like little meatball. Looked like a little Jimmy Dean sausage or something. And that she served instead of the ravioli. She made a mistake, so she named it malfatti. Meaning it's a mistake or poorly made. People loved it. Malfatti became as ubiquitous on Napa's Italian restaurant menus as spaghetti and ravioli. Now, it's hard to confirm that Malfatti was born in Napa. Italy's Lombardy region boasts an oblong green gnocchi malfatti. And in Siena, they make nudi, little balls made of ricotta and sometimes spinach. But there's no doubt that the town of Napa made the Depot Restaurant's Malfatti its own. When Teresa Tamborelli retired, Clemente Ciutoni became head cook. He made you feel so welcome. Ray Guadani. He would say, Ramondo, and he would put his arms around me, and he would kiss me on the cheeks, and he was hot and sweaty and a wet kiss, and he did it with everybody. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite restaurants. That's Hiro Sone, chef of the high-end Terra restaurant in nearby St. Helena. He found Malfatti totally unique. I never seen any other part of the United States as Malfatti. You know, we are in Napa, so I want to put it on the menu. And in the restaurant's cookbook, Malfatti with rabbit cacciatore. Sone's wife, pastry chef Lisa Domeni, says Malfatti represents a fast-disappearing, working-class Napa, and it should be preserved. It's going to be tough around here to find the original Napa. Um, And there are going to be very few places because they just get pushed out by property value. So if this dish is so important and so well-loved, how did the original Napa Mafati end up in the back of a liquor store? When the Tamborelli family finally sold the depot restaurant, the new owner wanted Chitoni to keep running the kitchen, but cut corners on the recipes. I'm sorry, I said, cut down the quality. That's my reputation. So he quit, and soon the depot closed for good. When he got an offer to partner with this liquor store in 2008, Chitoni took it. He says he won't live forever, but he hopes Malfatti will. Hope my daughter Joanne and her family, and they keep going. Because otherwise, Napa Valley is going to miss a, a hell of a good dish. And miss that lesson, that a mistake can become something legendary. That's it for this episode of California Foodways. This story was reported and produced by me, Lisa Morehouse. It originally aired on KQED's California Report magazine and NPR's Weekend Edition and was made possible by a grant from the Gasser Foundation. Our theme music is by Takanobu. We receive support from FERN, the Food and Environment Reporting Network, and from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. You can learn more at calhum.org. Follow CA Foodways on social media and visit our website, californiafoodways.com. <laughs>